I love my four-wheel drive. I love, I love my four-wheel drive. Right, let me tell you about this time. We went four-wheel driving once. It was like my third car. No, my fourth car. My first car got given to me. My second car I, got, I bought for $1. $1. You know, it, it was the color. It, we called it Pooh Brown. That was the name of the car. It was like an elephant had gone on top of it, had pooed. And they'd grabbed the poo from the elephant and smeared it all over the car and said, that's a good colour. But then this car, me and Jimmy, we left youth group one night. We left probably about, what, 11.30 after we packed this place down. And we cruised. We had the surfboards in the back. Had my swag in the back. And we cruised all the way down south to Margaret River. Who knows that Margaret River is awesome? Big waves. Big waves. So here we are in Margaret River, and we, we got there at 3 a.m. Like, we got there. We drove there at 3. We got there at 3 a.m. Saturday morning because we wanted to go surfing the next day. And we four-wheel drive into the place. I love four-wheel driving. We four-wheel drive into this place called Three Bears, Great Beach. And then we just slept in the back of my patrol. You know, one thing you never do is you sleep in a car. It's, it's feral, right? The thing about a car is it was raining, so we had to have the windows up. And Jimmy, he's got really smelly feet, man. You know those people in your class, and they take their shoes off, and it's like everyone just drops dead, you know, because it's like, they like, like, you know, like, you love them as a friend, you like them, they're cool, but as soon as they take off their shoe, you know, as soon as they take this thing off, you're like, you're like, dude, you got to get that off. You're like, like, you know, my feet, they don't smell that bad, you know, they don't. My socks, smell that, bro. Beautiful. They're beautiful. My shoes, because I don't, I wear socks, my shoes, beautiful. They're new ones too. So, so Jimmy, he wears these shoes and he hasn't bought any shoes for years, man. His shoes, his, his Dunlop volleys are so worn through that they got holes all around it that all the water gets inside of them and stays inside all of his sweat. He doesn't wear socks either. And there's one time, here he is, shoes off, socks off, in the car. I was like, bro, you need to put those out of the car, man. It was rank. But well, after he put his shoes outside of the car, his feet still rank. They were just, they were just, they were just feral, man. So here we are. And we're snuggled up in the back of this patrol. He's on one side, I'm on the other. It was, it's like the worst thing you can ever do, right? Is sleep in a car. We should have just got out of the car, but he decided to sleep in the car. It's raining. So here we are. We're in the car. We sleep. We wake up in the morning. It's 6.30 in the morning. We wake up and we're like, we're going surfing, bro. And we look outside of the car window. We open it up and the car looks bad because you know how it looks like steamed up? You know, you know, you like it. It looks bad, man. It looks re- like there's two guys that get out of this steamed up patrol. We're like, woo, surf. Wrong. Wrong, man. You know, if you ever see a steamed up car on the verge, you know, ever, I dare you to go up there and go, you know. You got to watch out for the ones that are moving, though, as well. Did I go there? Gosh. Just get in there and go, hello. I, I just need some instructions. I need to find my home. They'll be like, oh, what the heck? So here we are. We get out of the car, and it looked pretty bad. Luckily, there wasn't anyone there. And we went, and we looked, 
And it was pumping, man. The waves were huge. I'm talking, these waves were six meter high waves, right? So check out the top of the roof right now, right? The, the, the waves were another meter higher than the roof. Legit. But we'd, we'd come the whole way from here, Melville, the Civic Center, on Friday night, all driven all the way down, and we went down south that we had to go in no matter what. So here we are. We decide not to go in at Bears. We foil drive out. We went round to the other Dunsborough, not Dunsborough. Where's, where's your house, Laura? Dwelling. Yelling up, not dwelling up. We went out of yelling up, and in yelling up, it was still huge, six meters. And we're like, all right, let's go in. And, and we saw these two other bodyboarders that they were in there, and they were like, it was mad, man. These bodyboarders were like pulling the wickedest moves. And he's like, hey, can you drop me down at Rabbits, and then I'll go at Main Break, because you can't, you can't surf, stand up, surf down in, in Main Break. So anyway, I dropped off um, Jimmy down at Rabbits, and I went around to the Main Break. And as I'm going down, I get out my surfboard. And you know those feelings that you're like, you shouldn't be doing this? That's exactly what I was thinking. And then I, I began, and I saw this other dude that was looking. I'm like, oh, you going in? And he's like, oh, uh, and I'm like, come on, bro, it's not that big. And so I talked in this 50-year-old to come in with me, right? So I went in, right, and I'm getting out, and they've got this big reef. So I'm walking along the reef with my board, and the waves are huge, and here I am, and I'm like, I have to time it right. Because in big waves, if you don't time it right, they're going to pick you up, and they're going to put you on the reef. And it's going to be terrible, right? The wetsuits aren't like protective things against rocks, you know? They're, they're, they're good against like a couple of the, the surfboard and that. But anyway, here we are. And so I time it right, and I grab my board in, and I go out. And as I'm going out, I'm, I'm just paddling as hard as I can straight out to get out, right out. I get out, and all of a sudden when I get out, I look in. And here I am going like down and then up six meters and then down. And I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is big. This is big. You know, when you're on land and you look at big waves, you're like, oh, that's, that's cool. That's awesome. But when you're in the wave, when you're in there, I was peeing my wetsuit, man. And it felt really warm. And then it's going through and I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm scared. I'm peeing in my wetsuit. It feels warm for a moment. And then you get those cuts in your legs, and then it stings. Bad, eh? Really bad. But let's move on from there. And here I am with a peed-in wetsuit on, because I peed my wetsuit. And I'm sitting out there, and I tried to catch this wave. And as I went under, I just, I just totally stuffed it. And the wave sucked me up, and I went straight down. And all of a sudden, I felt like the pull of my surfboard. And then I felt nothing. And I, as I got back up, I swam up. I went to look at my surfboard. And it wasn't there. So then I grabbed my leg rope. And I pulled my surfboard in. And my leg rope was broken. Uh, where's my board? I'm in the middle of nowhere in yelling up, in six meter swell, dying, because I lost my board. And here I look across, and I see another huge wave, right, six meter wave. And I look across, and I'm like, I'm going to die! And so I just swam down, right, I swam all the way down, I grabbed a hold of the reef, right, 
And then all of a sudden, I just saw, I opened my eyes because I was like, it's bright. And then all of a sudden, it just went dark because this wave just went straight over me. And it went real dark. And then I was like, oh, man. And so the wave goes over. I'm holding on to the reef. And then I push back up. I go up. I swim up. I have a breath. <laughs> and then I look across. And like I quickly go, go forward like a meter. And then I look back. And then there's another wave. So I quickly swim all the way down. Hold on to the reef. And then I look at it. And it goes over me. I get up. And I've got swimming over another bit of the reef, right? I did this. I got to the end of the reef. And then I got back up. And man, it was the worst feeling ever. I thought I was going to die. And then as we went out, I found my board. It was like another 100 meters away. So I, I freestyled it to my board. I grabbed my board and I kissed it. It was awesome. It's like my security. And as I went out, I went, by the time I was down there, I drifted about 250 meters down to almost near where Jimmy is. And I went up to Jimmy. I said, hey, Jimmy, how you going? He's like, dude, I'm like dying out here. He looked like a drowned rat. And then Jimmy goes to me, oh, you know these two guys that are bodyboarding? I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, that dude is the second best bodyboarder in the world. I'm just thinking, we shouldn't be here. He's like the second best bodyboarder in the world. And here I am out in these same waves with him. And I'm like, dude, I've only been surfing for three years. You know, like, I'm, I'm like not... And then as we go out, I look back and this other huge mammoth king wave comes in and it goes and I lose my board again. And then we get up and then I'm looking at Jimmy and Jimmy and we find ourselves, we're in this rip going out. And as we're going out, Jimmy's like, we're going to die. Here I am going, at least you've got a boogie board. You know, I've got nothing. And so I'm just drifting out with him, you know. And like, honestly... He was like, we're going to die. And in my heart, I was thinking the same thing. We're going to die. We're going to, we're, we're going to die. You see, there comes time in that time in my life where I thought I was going to die there and then. And I was just like, God, help me. Help us. Help Jimmy. Lord, let the sharks eat Jimmy, not me. He, he's got better smelling feet. And it, as I was thinking that, I was like, how many times in life do we get in moments where we feel like it's a storm, where we feel like it's out of control, and when we feel like we're going to die? You know, I'm talking about those moments where you're out, and you, you, you literally, you go to school, and at school, these other three girls, they hate you, and then they want to like, they want to kill you, you know, they want to like hurt you. They don't want to kill you because we don't do that here, but they want to hurt you bad, and they hurt you with their words, and we think we're going to die. You see, let me tell you that there's storms, right? And they throw the storms is like water that throws out just like and they, they 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 when they come out and when they come at you it feels bad and it feels like you're gonna die. Let me let me read you a story. They've got Jesus right, and Jesus is hanging out with his homies, his disciples. And Jesus, he tells his disciples to go on the boat, right? And so they go into this boat, and when they're in the boat. They, they find themselves right out in the middle of this lake. This lake is a huge lake. It's not like the lakes here. It's not like Bibra Lake, man. It's not got like reeds and all that sort of... It's like a big lake. It's like from here to Rottnest. It's like huge. And in that lake, this big storm came and the disciples thought they were going to die. Jesus was on the land and Jesus told them to go. Let me tell you. Let me read this to you. You ready? Matthew. Everyone open your Bibles to Matthew. It says here, after sending them, them home... He went up to the hills of Jesus to pray. Fell, that night fell while he was alone. 
Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land. For a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. Did you know that Jesus told them to get into a boat that was going to lead them in somewhere that they thought they were going to die? You know, sometimes Jesus leads us into trouble. Sometimes Jesus leads us into storms. Into things like where we're, we're at school and maybe, maybe your storm's at home. Maybe your parents might be, you know, shouting at you, abusing you or whatever. Let me tell you that sometimes in our world, sometimes in life, we find ourselves in storms where maybe we're at school and we've got to fight with that person and that person's like attacking us with their words and maybe even physically. Let me tell you, in the storm, the disciples were. And it's funny because they see Jesus. While the disciples saw him walking, this is Jesus walking on water. Now, man, that's crazy. Jesus is walking on water. That's insane, man. Everyone say walking on water. It's crazy. Disciples saw him walking on water. They were terrified because they thought it was a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them and said, don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I'm here. Then Peter called out, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, Jesus said. So Peter went over the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. You know what we got right here? Can, can someone move that iPad away, a long, long away? I want everyone, I want some people, the boys to give out some of these water bombs. If we give them to you, you're not allowed to throw them at me yet, okay? You need to, you need to wait until I say throw, all right? Uh, uh, you can have one. All right, just hand out the water bombs. Only one. Hold up. Oi, everyone sit down. Everyone sit down now. Hey, sit down. We're going to hand them out. You're not allowed to chuck them at me yet, okay? I've got a microphone in my hand. We don't want to break this $1,000 microphone and have you pay for it. I know. All right. We've almost handed them all out. Oh, gosh. It looks like everyone has a water bomb. This dude's got two water bombs, man. It's not fair. All right, everyone. Shh. 
I'm still preaching. Everyone say, preach it. Yeah, you guys want me to preach it now, man, because there's water bombs involved now. You guys are like, man, I can't wait till he tells me to throw the water bomb. All right. So here we have Jesus, and the disciples are in a boat. Jesus is on the land. Okay? Please, if you're going to throw the water bombs, please do not pelt it at this region right here. I do want to have kids one day, okay? Be kind. All right. Did you know that in life, we go through storms? And what I wanted to do is I wanted to show you guys what a storm sometimes feels like. When you guys, when I say, when I say throw the water bombs, okay? When I say that, when I say, okay, we're throwing the water bombs now. Let's throw them. Hold up when I say that, okay? Don't throw them yet, okay? No. You see, in our life, I thought that when you guys throw water bombs at me, it would show you a bit about what a storm's all about. Because you get scared, you get hit. Everyone listen, or else I'm going to take your water bomb off you. And sometimes in the Bible it says that sometimes we go through storms and sometimes the enemy, he fires arrows to destroy us. The enemy fires his arrows. But let me tell you, it says in the Bible that we have a shield of faith. All right? A shield of faith. The thing about a shield is it protects you, right? Now, I want to show you what it feels like to have a shield and what what it's like to not have a shield. Okay? Because it's two totally different ways in life to walk through. What's faith? Faith in God. You see, when Peter was in the storm... When Peter was in the storm, he said, Jesus, if it's you, tell me to come. Let me tell you, Jesus is also in the storm, but he's walking on the water. He's not bothered about the storm, but sometimes in our lives, we can get so consumed with the storm. And, and the thing is, is all we need to do is call out to Jesus, and that's where our faith comes from. Jesus can help you in any storm, in any place. So right now, I want to show you what having the shield is like. Or should I do not like first? This is my shield of faith, okay? Hold up. This is what living life... Actually, let me not, let me not do it first. Is that funner? I only want... I only want not everyone. Maybe just you guys. Just you guys. Or actually, maybe just you guys. And just you guys. You guys can wait. All right, you guys. All right, you guys can throw and not you guys and you guys, all right? This is what being in the storm's like.
All right, all right, all right. Hold up, hold up. Save him for when it's a challenge when he's got the shield. All right, hold on, hold on. You see that? It hurts, hey. Gosh, someone got me in the gut. It hurt really much. Heaps. Now let's try it with everybody thrown. Hold up, hold up. I've still got the mic in my hand. I'm going to use the shield of faith. This is when you, you trust in God. Destroy him, Ben. Last chance. Last chance. Do we have ultimate control time or not? Awesome. Let's pull that down, guys. That's awesome. Did you see that? Do you see what the shield of faith does? It fully protects you. Everyone, calm down. Calm down. I'm so wet right now. I'm really thankful that no one got me in the balls. Thank you so much that this part of my body is dry. I appreciate that. We are a good youth ministry. Hey, I want us all to stand to our feet right now. Just pull it down, boys. Let's get that piano. Let's get that piano going. Sweet. Hey guys, I just wanted to show you guys really quickly. Thanks, that's awesome. You can leave that tarp there. I just wanted to show you guys what it's like to be in a storm. Let me tell you, Jesus is our shield. He's our faith. Our faith is in Jesus. When stuff happens in your life, Let me tell you, you can be there and you can go, I can handle this by myself. But let me tell you, it's just like me standing there without my shield. Is that you get pummeled. You get pummeled about what people say to you or about you. Maybe teachers have said stuff and it's hit you like the water bomb. Maybe, maybe at home, maybe your parents have said, hey, you're good for nothing. You're not, you're going to be nothing in your life. You're just a flipping dirty old young piece of whatever they said. Let me tell you, you could take that and you can be like me just standing there. Or let me tell you, you could pick up your shield of faith, which is Jesus, and go, nah. You see, it says in the Bible that that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. You see, it says in the Bible that because he loves you so much, that's why he gave his son. Jeremiah says, for I know the plans that I have for you. 
says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Let me tell you, Jesus is your shield. He's your faith. We've got to keep our, 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 our eyes set on Jesus and go, hey, look, I know Jesus loves me so much. Right now, if you feel like you're in a storm in school or you're in a storm at home, and right now you want to take your shield and you want to go, Jesus, I need you to help me in my storm. I need you to help me in life. Because let me tell you, it's the best thing you can ever do.